2: Listening to Utah's morning news with Tim Hughes and Amanda Dixon on KSL News Radio, one hundred two point seven FM and eleven sixty AM. Good morning, KSL News. Time
3: six thirty. KSL's top story this hour:
2: the race for the twenty thirty Winter Olympics getting a little more
3: crowded. KSL News Radio's Adam Small is live with more. Adam, Amanda, we know four
2: bidders for the twenty thirty games: Salt Lake, Sweden, Sapporo, Japan, and Vancouver, Canada. But it looks like there are two new unknown candidates. Recently, the head of the International Olympic Committee told the Associated Press there are five bidders outside of Sweden meeting their six total. Fraser Bullock, president and CEO of Utah's Olympic Committee, says... And as we say, bids are always so fluid, be prepared for anything. The IOC has delayed their 2030 host choice for quite some time, but Bullock says he thinks they'll finally reveal the host around the time the Paris uh, Paris hosts the summer games next year reporting live Adam small KSL News Radio At one point there was a so-called super bid from France, Italy and Switzerland Deseret News reporter Lisa Riley Roach says uh, many people thought the regional bid fell apart but
3: but perhaps this indicates that, that that regional bid again that would include multiple countries is still being discussed with the IOC under their new Uh, Less formal bid process that allows them to enter into what they call continuous dialogue with any cities that or, or areas that are interested in hosting, not necessarily even for specific games, but that just want to start that conversation with the IOC.
2: But Lisa goes on to say the mayor of Chamonix, France, said uh, there was no interest there to host the Olympics again.
3: Sorry about that. The BYU men's basketball team is out of the West Coast Conference Tournament. The Cougars fell to number 16 St. Mary's last night after making a deep run to the semifinals. The question now is whether BYU will make the NIT tournament or if this was the final game before they moved to the Big 12.
2: It's been two weeks since the All-Star weekend, so how did Salt Lake businesses do? KSL News Radio's Hugo Record bell has more. It's no surprise that All-Star Weekend did a lot to put Salt Lake City businesses on the map, particularly black-owned business. As a result of the efforts by the Black Chamber of Commerce, the NBA Players Foundation invested a million dollars into Utah community organizations such as the Black Cultural Center and the Impact Program at the U. Director and CEO of the Black Chamber of Commerce Utah, Dr. Sidney Shorter, says it went a long way in showcasing black business in Utah.
3: KSL's top national stories this hour. Interest rates are high, but they might be going up even more. Jerome Powell will likely warn Congress that the Federal Reserve will have to raise interest rates even higher if measures of the U.S. economy keep coming in hot. Today, the Fed chairman will have his first appearance before Congress in nine months. In the past year, the Fed has raised rates at the fastest pace in four decades to fight high inflation. But consumer spending is still high, and hiring and growth have yet to cool.
2: I just uh, saw that he goes before Congress, I think, 8 o'clock mountain time today, and the markets are going to be watching that real close. Taxes are due in a little over a month, and a Wallet Hub report found that Utah has one of the lowest tax rates in the country.
1: personal finance website's state survey shows the Beehive State 7th lowest on a list of overall effective state and local tax rate. The highest Utah ranks is 27th lowest income tax, which is still about average among all states. A separate survey of the nation's taxpayers show 81% of people were more worried about inflation than taxes this year. 72% of those questioned believe the current tax rate is too high. 39% of people would move to a different country for a tax-free future. 37% would get an IRS tattoo. 23% would stop talking for six months 49 percent of people would do jury duty rather than do their taxes while 26
3: percent would miss a connecting flight mark jackson ksl news radio (laughs)
2: there's a lot of things i'd rather do
3: yeah The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints says they will break ground on a new temple near Bear Lake this June. The two-story building will sit on the corner of Washington and 6th Streets. The church still hasn't released details on what the temple will look like.
2: What a beautiful spot, though. All right, let's get a look at uh, first-look traffic here, Andy. And uh, the UDOT camera down around uh, the Murray area looks like it's moving well.
1: It is. A little bit heavy on I-15 now between Midvale and Murray, but it's not uh, any extra travel time. And that's the case as well if you're heading from Ogden towards Salt Lake City and uh, really
2: throughout Utah. County, although Redwood's starting to look a little busy at the usual intersections between Saratoga Springs and Lehigh. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center.
3: 20 years ago this week, a 911 call was the first sign Elizabeth Smart was alive. She was abducted from her Salt Lake home nine months earlier. We have team coverage, Elizabeth Smart, 20 years later, and we begin with KS on his Radio's Lindsay Ertz.
0: That call came on March 12, 2003, from Nancy Montoya, the first of two couples spotting the pair on State Street near the Southtown Mall. Nope women have got something over their head. I'm trying to, they look like they're definitely homework. Smart was with her abductors, Brian David Mitchell and Wanda Barzee. The pair later convicted. The next day, the world found out.
2: What a great day for the state of Utah, right?
0: Darn right. Bringing a collective sigh from the Smart family and the world. I can't begin to tell you how happy I am. What an absolute miracle. Smart now a powerful advocate for missing persons and victims of sexual assault. Lindsay Ertz, KSL News Radio.
2: As Lindsay said, the Elizabeth Smart abduction case really captivated the entire nation and changed lives. Our team coverage of Elizabeth Smart 20 years later continues.
0: The first priority 20 years ago was to reunite Elizabeth Smart with her family, no one knowing what an impact her survival story would have. Jeff Ross is a special agent with the FBI and actively worked the case, Ross says, over the nine months she was missing, he learned an important lesson.
2: You should never give up hope. You know, the fact that, that, that Elizabeth was recovered nine months after her disappearance and she was alive, I think, stunned everybody.
0: Ross says he was also amazed at how the community came together.
2: Law enforcement's response to this was absolutely incredible. The amount of people that just showed up and did everything they could. To find this kid was something that I haven't seen.
3: Britt Johnson, KSL News Radio. Police say another person injured in a stampede at a rap concert in Rochester, New York, has died. The death toll is now two after the chaos at the Sunday night concert. Authorities say audience members rushed for the Main Street Armory's exits because of unfounded fears of gunfire. Police say several people were injured. Police are investigating possible causes of the fatal surge.
0: A gun in the face.